You don't have to be rude. Huh? I know some lady. Hmm? Forgive my sense. The way she was being rude and behaving at times in her walk in Christ, I see she doesn't touch the ground. It's a reverse walk. Every time, so choosy. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't choose. Oh, if it's this man that I married, then I wait. And she has been waiting to the day. She's still waiting. She'll wait. She'll wait and wait and wait. Now a little water be fetched. So she was nice and rest yourself under the tree. Let's move on. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and strengthen ye your heart. After that ye shall pass on for as much as ye have come to your servant. And they said so, do as thou hast said. That means he found favor in their sight. May you find favor in the sight of God. Look, if you are working and there's a boss, you're not a boss, may you find favor in the sight of the boss. May you be the boss. If you're not a boss, may you find favor. I pray for promotion over your life. I pray for advancement over your life. I pray for speed over your life. Because God is saying that there is nothing. When men have come to their wits, and that's where God starts taking over. A muscle of, 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 of bread. I mean, in Africa, you can easily go to somebody's house for water, they'll give you. Oh, I want water to drink. You don't know the person, they may give you. I don't know if things have changed, but you, can, you are likely. It's not like here where you can call, 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 I've come to drink water. Huh? Can I go to somebody's house? I've come to drink water. I want water. Huh? <laughs> okay, I want cake. I'm not even asked for the cake. But see what happened here. I will fetch a morsel of bread and strengthen your heart. Can you go and I ask for bread? What a crowd, they will not mind you when you're asking for bread. So let's see this man. Went beyond water. Let's move on. So do as I said. And Abraham hastened into the tent of Sarah and said, make ready quickly three measures of fine meal. Not ordinary. At times, people, when they come to the house of God, or when they come to the things of God, they treat it ordinary. Or when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to their work and their things, seriously, or when it is snow, even if it's raining ice, not snow, ice block, people will find ways or other things. When it comes to the things of God, oh, ah, it's a word I just wanted to stretch myself a little. Before I realize, if it is work, you will not do those things. Or you realize, but you still go. Or <laughs> whether you realize or you don't realize. <laughs> You go. So it took Abraham hastened quickly. Let's move on. And Abraham ran unto the head and fetched a calf tender, good, and gave it unto the servant. And he hastened to dress it. May God bring your miracle speedily. The speed at which you attend to God, God will cause speed to come your way. When you treat the things of God with speed, with agency, God will cause your miracle to come with agency and speed. May that be your portion in this church. Let's move on. And he took butter and milk and calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. Like he was serving them. There are some homes. You go to give you the food. They, have, they are hiding somewhere. You yourself, you are eating the food. <laughs> I mean, so that you cannot ask, her, I want salt. Say, hey, you have a star, you are eating, you, you take it like that. You want salt for what? <laughs> you have taste too. You are eating, you take it like that. But this man was there. Waiting upon him. Anyone that waits upon the Lord will renew the strength. Anyone that waits upon God, you were candidates for a miracle. So you were just waiting for them. Anything that you need. You can just imagine what he said. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. Anytime your actions please the Lord, God will cause something to happen. When he had saved them, look, God promised Abraham a child, a son. That's what I'm thinking of personally. 
that if he had missed this miracle, then he was 100, eh? maybe 120 or 130. Because if he had missed this miracle, it would have been prolonged, no? It would have been prolonged. Although, so God has made prophecies over your life, but there are things you must do to activate, to make the prophecies come to pass. That one of them is faith. If you don't take time and you don't activate your faith now, they'll postpone your miracle. They'll postpone your breakthrough. They'll postpone. Somebody will receive the breakthrough maybe when you are some, maybe 7 to 80. Because you've, you've not used faith. Take the things. Well, I remember in the Bible, the Bible prophesied that the people of Israel will be in there in, in Egypt for how many years? 400 years, honestly. But they spent how many years? 430. There was divine delay. But I prophesy over your life. May there not be a divine delay. I said, I prophesy over your life. May there not be a divine delay. What God has promised you, may you activate it by faith. May you receive it by faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And he said, where? And he said, I will certainly return unto thee when the season cometh round. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tent which was behind him. God's promises are certain. God's promises are yea and amen in Jesus Christ. God's promises are sure. He says, I will certainly, certainly, I will surely visit you. Anytime your ways please the Lord, even causes your enemies to be at peace with you. When you have done something that activates God's favor, he certainly he will visit you. And I pray may God certainly visit this church. May he visit your life. Visit you with favor and breakthrough. Certainly. And let's see the verse 11. Now Abraham, Sarah, were, they were old and well stricken in age. You know the age we have grown and grew. They have gone beyond, beyond grew. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So he had moved from menopause to manpause. I'm not the one putting it there. It's there. Is it not the manner of women? If it's not manner of women, what else can it be? The manner of men now, huh? I'm not the one putting it there. You are trying to look at me that it is me who is who is saying it. Is it not putting it there after the manner of women? So if the manner of women, then what should it be? What else can it be? He had become manpause. He had paused. He had become a man. You see, God will take it to a place where men will say, this is impossible. That is where he shows up. That is where he shows up. I was telling somebody, one guy, they prophesied to him, in 24 hours, they are going to go to the U.S., in Africa. And he started laughing. He said, you pastors, sometimes something is wrong with your brain or your mind. Me that you are prophesying to, even passport, I don't have. And it will take me at least some days to get a passport, oh? And after passport, I must apply for visa, oh? So how can it happen? 24 hours, you are, you are, you are, you are taking some... What in Africa you call abonsam tawa? Weed. Abonsam tawa or weed. As if by divine God will have it. There was a criminal they were looking for. They were pursuing the person in Africa. And the guy looked exactly like the criminal. When <laughs> 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 the criminal said, ha, you are the one we are looking for. So about the one. I beg. So no, 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 no. We have arrested you. And that same day, they flew the guy to the USO. No passport, no visa. But Tango, you know, in, in, the, in those jurisdictions, they do more investigations. So like here, when they finish, when they finish, they say, oh, so we are sorry, we are, we are sorry. You're not the one. 
what can we do to compensate? He said, bring my father, my mother. So they gave him green card. They brought his father and mother. If it was me, I'll say, add my village and everybody and my schoolmates and even all my other people, even my church members, add all of them. I said, may God exceed your expectation. That day, now the guy is there. He said, let them come and arrest him again. This time, she looks maybe like a millionaire, rather. God can blow your mind. Let's move on, let's move on. And Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after I'm waxed old and I have pleasure, can I have pleasure at all? I remember one time in my church, somebody got married three months. I was praying for those who needed a child. In three months, they got married. They came and said, go and sit down. You three months just married. What miracle are you looking for? Go and wait. Some people have been waiting 30 years, 50 years, you have not, and you three months, you have, you have not even tried your wife fully yet. And you are coming. Go and sit down. I'll pray for you. When the things have come to level, that's where God will intervene. And laugh with yourself. Say, how can this happen? If, if God wants to do it, can he do it? I think this one is too difficult for the Lord. That's why he may be saying, I'm laughing within himself. But let's see the verse 13 and 14. That's, that's why I'm bringing my message. And Jehovah said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I or surely bear a child who am old? And my message is the verse 14. Is anything too hard? That's my message. For the Jehovah, for the Lord. At the set time, I prophesy over your life. There is a set time coming. Bible says, I will have mercy upon Zion. The set time, yeah, the set time of exaltation and promotion has come. I prophesy over your life. The Lord is saying he will have mercy upon you. Your set time, Psalm 102 verse 30, he says, your set time has come. I will have mercy. When God shows mercy unto you, it is your set time. He says, is anything too hard? I have come to prophesy to somebody this morning that there is nothing too hard. Whatever God God has declared over your life uh, somebody who was 90 years has moved from monopause to manpause and said at this point uh, nothing can happen again. That is where God shows forth. Uh, I said when you think that you have come to your wit's end, I said God is about to show forth. I said God is about to show forth. Uh, is anything too hard? I am saying that thou will arise and have mercy upon Zion for it is time to have pity upon her. Yea, the set time is coming. I prophesy over your life, begin to take it by faith, that beginning from today you are walking in your set time. I said, begin to prophesy to yourself. I take it by faith. I take it by violence. That my set time has come. Is there anything too hard? When you go to Luke 1, verse 37. When Mary had no, I mean, husband, was not married. And they said, you are going to conceive. And bear for the man, you will name him Jesus. Said, How can it be? He said, for the word from God. Will not be made void. Give me maybe King James version. We call it Kodovi version in in, in, in Ghana. Kodovi. I mean, he says, "For with God, nothing shall be impossible." I prophesy that over your life. That with God, all things are. Is it your healing? Is it your miracle? I remember some time back, I had some ball of growth. I prayed that the thing was still there. God, you take it off. Do you see any growth in my face? The days when I can't tell whether it's too little. It just went. Anything that you are beholding and trusting God, it will just go when you are not thinking about that time. It will just vanish. 
Is anything too hard? With God, all things are all things are possible. God is answering your question because Ephesians 3.20 says that he is well able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond what you can think or even imagine. For unto him, now unto him, that is well able to do exceedingly. May he exceed your imagination. May he exceed what you are thinking. Above all, that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And it's the Holy Ghost that worketh in us. I said, may he do for you what man cannot do. May he do for you what family cannot do. May he do for you what no one can do because he is God. May he exceed your expectation. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 and verse 27. He said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything, is anything, is anything. There is nothing too hard. Ah, the Lord God. Behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. By the astrocher, and is there is nothing, nothing too hard. I prophesy over your life. May God come true for you. His word says that there is nothing too difficult. There is nothing too hard. May he come true for you in the name of Jesus. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. The Lord who has called us. He is well able. The one who has called us, he is faithful. The one who has started. Philippians 1 verse 6 says that being confident in this very thing. That he, the Lord God, who has begun a good work, he shall perform it. May he who has begun a work in us, may he bring it to pass. The hand that has begun the work, as to a told but that same hands will finish it. I prophesy over your life, it is not by power, it is not by mind. It is by the Spirit of the Lord. It is by His unction. The unction that you have received. That same unction shall teach you all things. I see God lift you from the Mary clay and plant your feet upon the rock. Upon Christ, the solid rock, we stand. All other grounds we say are sinking sand. May He show you mercy. May He show you grace. He says He will bless the righteous with mercy. Ah, Isaiah Psalm 5 verse 12. And he will make a shield around you. May God bless the righteous with favor. Says thou the Lord will bless the righteous with favor. And thou will compass him with a shield. May that be your portion. In the midst of the challenges, may God be your portion. May he show up. I prophesy over your life that goodness and mercy, grace and favor, let it follow you not just today or tomorrow, but all the days of your life. May you dwell under his canopy now and forever. God says, despite those small beginnings, the God who has begun, that same God will take to your next level. And I've come to encourage somebody that don't give up. For if God has not given up on you, don't give up on yourself. God says, don't give up on yourself. You are in the tower of faith. Let your faith carry you to your next level. It is a tower. It is a pillar of faith that you have come and we have come to his presence. The Bible says that we can obtain grace. I mean Hebrews 4 verse 16 says, Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we can obtain grace. We can obtain grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. May he stretch for his hand unto you. I said may he stretch for his hand unto you. I prophesy over your life that you will count your blessings and you name them one by one. I said you will count your blessings and you name them one by one. I prophesy that may God pick you from the miracle. May he plant your feet. Upon Christ, the solid rock we stand. 
All other grounds are sinking sand. Oh, begin to open your mind, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Anything that has delayed, anything that has delayed, anyone that something has delayed in your life, I pray for a spirit of speed. I pray for the spirit of speed. I pray for the spirit of speed. Look, in the midst of this grace, God will pluck you to something. One of the things that can activate grace and favor is sacrifice. When Abraham sacrificed, God says certainly. One of the things is faith. One of the things is sacrifice. I guess looking for some people who just sow a seed of 200 pounds. If it's not here, next week you bring them. Just come. Is there an envelope? Can I have an envelope? Can I have some envelope here? 200 pounds. You want to sow. Something will activate some grace. It's not here. You bring it next week. You can bring it. Pick it. Just 200 pounds. 200 pounds. Some grace. Some favor. Something will activate. 200 pounds. Let God touch you. Let God touch you. You want to sow a seed. If someone here, you bring it next week. You want to bring it today. 200 pounds. Certain things trigger grace. Certain sacrifices trigger favor. In the name of Jesus. You reign. You ancient Zion king. Kadosh. Kadosh. You are mighty. You say, I want to sow 100 pounds. Maybe it's not 200, you want to sow 100. You reign, you ancient Zion King. You want to sow 100 pounds. If it's not here, next week you bring it on your throne. I sing, You reign, Lord. You reign, you ancient Zion King. Kadosh. Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. I sing you reign, Lord, you reign, you ancient Zion. Any amount you are led, you can pick the envelope. Any amount you are led, it can be more, it can be less. Any amount you are led, you want to activate some grace. You want to activate some favor. Any amount that you are led, it can be more, it can be less. Any amount you are led. You ancient Zion king. Any amount you are led, it can be more, it can be less. Kadosh, you are mighty on your. We sing, Lord, you reign. You reign, you reign. You ancient Zion king. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty. Lord, you reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. You reign, you ancient Zion King. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty. Lord, you reign, you reign, you reign. I say that you reign, you ancient Zion King. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty. Anyone that came in that is sick, lay hands where you are hurting, I will release unction of healing. 
I will lease unction of favor. Father, let no one come here and go back the same. I pray for testimonies. I pray for miracles. I pray and I prophesy over your life. Anyone that has any court case, may God come true for you. Anyone that has issues with documentation, may God come true for you. I pray that God's hand, I pray that scholarships will come. I pray that sponsorship will come. I pray that favor will come. May God turn things around. May all things work together for good. For them that love God. And I call according to his purpose. God bless you. God keep you. And cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. We thank you so much. Pastor, we thank you for this message from Genesis chapter 18 from verse 1 to 14. There is nothing that is impossible unto the Lord. There is nothing that is impossible. When you have the eyesight of man just as you do and you look at things, you will not be able to believe it. But when you stretch forth, as he, Pastor was saying, and begin to see God at work, you see God doing what he has purposed to do. Hallelujah. We appreciate this. We really thank you, and um, we say that the Lord himself bless you and keep you, and more grace even as you move on to the next place um, and, and to minister. All right, I want the, um, the choir, if you could come up, and just um, whilst I see Pastor Ruff, I'll be back. Just um, pick one song, um, a worship song, I'll be back. Um, yes, please, where's the choir? If you could just come quickly and then we'll be back. I'll be back soon. Amen. Who is it? Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger who said I'll be back or who, who said? Yeah, Arnold. I'll be back. Unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done unto the Lord unto. Be, be Great things. Great 
thank God for this word that is more of like what I was teaching you last week, that prophecy, the word of God can come in a form of prophecy. And I believe that God had to drop pastor by just to exalt us, comfort us, and edify us. You understand what I'm sharing with you? It is very precise simple, straightforward word, but in the midst of it all, God only brings his word just to come and let us know that favor 
is here with us and there is nothing that is impossible with him. With man, all things are impossible. Because man has limitations. But with God, all things are possible. So I believe it is just a word that the Lord has just come to drop in our hearts to, to edify you, to comfort you, and to also exalt you. Um, to let you know that what seems impossible in your thinking, in your heart, in your in your in your mind, whatever that is, with God it is possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Jesse, yesterday was your birthday, or two days? Was it yesterday or two days ago? Yesterday. As a mother of wells. The grace is here. Let me pray for you before I do whatever I want to do. Hallelujah. I know I've still got my appointment with you because I want to learn more from the London roots. Amen. I don't know, but today you are looking more handsome like I saw you more than last week how I saw you. Was it because of the cakes or the gifts that you had? Hallelujah. Praise God. May the Lord favor you. The Lord bring strength within you to fulfill destiny. May you overcome even at this age Spirit of the Lord will be able to let you understand the ones that you have to understand that with the meaty part, God in his own way will bring you to understand it in the days and the years to come. But Jesse, there is no mountain that can stand between you and your destiny. Every mountain that stands will be leveled not by man, not by systems. But God says, I will level every mountain because I will cause you to fulfill your purpose. He says, I will go ahead of you. But before you get there, I've already been there and I'll be like the spy who spy out the land, take out the stones, and take out the prey, and take out anything that will be between you and your destiny. And by the time you get there, see the Spirit of God, I would have prepared the grounds. Unusually, most of the time, I will cause you to fight those who occupy the land before you get there. They're out of favor, and by my right hand, I will rather go ahead of you and prepare. I will stand and bring down the giants so that you can be able to get there. And by the time you get there, see it, God, that it shall be leveled up because I will cause the mountains.
to be leveled. May the goodness of God and the blessing of God surround you. May God bring grace for you to occupy. And Jesse, you shall occupy and no one can be able to take that which is yours. Your occupation will be permanent, saith God. And may you, as you occupy, build. Build kingdom principles. Build kingdom mentalities. As you occupy, those who come surrounding you will be filled with kingdom agenda. Because the Lord says you will break it down bit by bit unto them. And you will cause them to be able to understand my agenda and my purpose. Nimrod, on the other hand, only built against me. Nimrod, on the other hand, had to try to rise up against by, uh, me by even as he allowing pride to get into his heart to get to my throne. But with you, you shall be one that men and women will look up unto. But you will point them towards God, towards me, says Lord, and not towards any other. Because your heart will be as a heart of a servant. That will serve me and me alone. When others come and they try to dissuade you from God's, my plan and my agenda, you will say, I will stick to this because this is all that I know. The law says that you have a heart that yearns for me and yearns towards me and my agenda. And it says, for this purpose and for this cause, I will cause you to occupy until I come. May grace and peace be with you. And may you be blessed. May you see more of this. Even as we stand and testify of God's goodness over your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whether I've got to let you go home or I just got to finish. <laughs> um, the interpretation of tongues. And the diverse kinds of tongues. But you want to go home, I can let you go home because I should finish. More, eh? Who was it, who was it that asked for it? Oliver? Okay, so Oliver asks for more. It's just about 30 minutes and then, or 20 minutes, and that will be it. Hallelujah. So it won't take time at all. Diverse kinds of tongues, and then the gift of interpretation of tongues. Right, so 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through to 11, quickly. I won't take long at all. promise you, by hopefully, by 12, five minutes past 12, I will finish. Because last week I could have, but I didn't want to bombard you with a lot. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 3 to 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the descending of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the same self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So, um, as the Lord wills, as the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost wills, He gives to us to be able to manifest these things. 
It is amazing that the church wants more. Hallelujah. But as I'm saying, I'm not going to keep you long at all. Um, verse 28, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondly, uh, secondly um, prophets, third, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, dive, dive, diversities of tongues. So there is the tongues that we, of course, there are normal local dialects, right, or local languages we learn. And also there is the aspect of the, the diverse kinds of tongues, totally different from the tongues that you receive um, when you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Um, and there are tongues, again, that you don't learn. You don't learn at all. Maybe I like to use this when it keeps breaking. You know, the ones that you, 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 no one has taught you. You know, so amazingly, oh, I think it's still red, isn't it? Oh. Um, in the ministry of the Lord, all right, of the Lord Jesus, except for tongues and interpretation of tongues that we don't have an account for. And please don't go and stand anywhere and say, Pastor Fred said that Jesus never spoke in tongues. Amen. I'm only saying that it is not being accounted for. We see all these. Um, gifts being made manifested, but there's nowhere that scripture says or shows us that the diverse kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues at any given stage that it is recorded. But it does not mean that the Lord never spoke in tongues, or does not mean that you know he couldn't you know uh, interpret tongues. But every gift that we talk about. We see happening. So it is very possible that the tongues and the diverse kinds of tongues was in operation, but it was not just recorded. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Amen? And so you need to understand that. Diverse kinds of tongues is supernatural utterance by the Holy Spirit in, lang um, in languages never learned by the speaker. You realize that you've never learned that language Today he's very excited. It's better than him crying. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's good because the pastor from the Joy Temple was here. So joy is overflowing. <laughs> Praise God. Now, as I'm saying, it's a language that you never learn. You know, um, and sometimes I will say, uh, well, for the diverse kinds of tongues, for many for many, a greater percentage, almost 90% more, apart from those who you have been gifted or have the grace, 
you may not even be able to understand or interpret it. That's why sometimes when we come for meetings, um, we can be gathering and someone will be speaking in a diverse kind of tongue that you, the person hasn't learned, like Mildred, during the time of worship or what have you, you, be, you begin to speak a, a, a tongue that you don't understand, you haven't learned, you don't know, and then, um, you know, Dion will be interpreting it. And the two of you never conferred. You understand what I'm sharing with you? You just begin to speak it out, and she will be given grace to be able to speak out of faith. She speaks out, and we've seen that happening a lot it's also in this house. So we speak with tongues, but it does nothing whatsoever to do with your linguistic ability. Right? It has nothing to do with your mind. It has nothing to do with your intellect. It is just a vocal miracle that the Holy Spirit grants grace for you to be able to speak out in faith. And last week I was sharing with you Naba, Nataf, and what? Amen. I gave you the Old Testament that we have the Naba, all right, the one that bubbles up like water within you, like when you put water on the on, on the, on the um, what do you call it, on the stove or anything, see the bubbles coming up. You know, something dropped here and there. By the time you realize it goes on and on and on. And we have um, the nataf whereby you begin to overflow and then you speak it like out in the, in the New Testament age where we have what we call the prophetio. That is by the ability to speak out. All right. So you speak it out and you don't know, um, you haven't learned and it's not because of the language you, you've read or learned or anything, but the Holy Ghost, out of faith, you begin to speak it out. And it's a supernatural sign. Hallelujah. Um, it's a supernatural sign. Um, Mark 16, 15 through to 18, and Acts chapter 2, verse 4. You can write them down. It is unique to this dispensation. Amen. Praise God. It is very unique to this dispensation. It was not in operation in the old Covenant. Amen. Remember the old covenant, the Holy Ghost just comes upon them. We've studied that, isn't it? And they are used. But with us, the Holy Spirit is within us. And for the Lord to minister unto us. In those days, it was more of a foretelling where God spoke to them, foretelling things, the prophets. But with us, the New Testament age, you know, he's speaking to, and I said, it shows the presence of Jesus like today. It's very clear. God in his, is, a, uh, um, is, a, is, a, is a preaching sort of. But you, had, you con continually heard pastor saying, I prophesy to you. I prophesy to you. But he was preaching to us. But he was more prophesying to us as a church. Amen. You understand that? He was edifying us. He was strengthening us and exalting us. That it is well. Amen. That it is, it is you know, out of the blue, we are saying, um, the holy, uh, the subject of the Holy Spirit, but God brings him to come to preach, but prophesying to the church. Hallelujah. Amen. But the diverse kinds of tongues, we don't see it recorded in the Old Testament. It is for this dispensation. Amen. Because it was, it's only manifested in this dispensation. Um, and someone will ask the pastor, what about John the Baptist? Amen. You see, John the Baptist, thank God for that question. Um, I threw that in. But what about John the Baptist? John the Baptist, we are told that was filled with the Holy Ghost. 
isn't it? Is that not what the Bible says? He was filled with the Holy Ghost. But the thing is that we don't even see, we didn't see him prophesy, uh, um, um, have, um, manifesting the diverse kinds of tongues or speaking in tongues or recorded anywhere. Do you know why? It is because although John the Baptist was here, preaching at the time Jesus was here, and everything that is recorded in John, about John the Baptist is in the New Testament, please remember that John the Baptist was preaching under the Old Testament covenant. Amen? Praise God. He was preaching in the New Testament, but under the Old Testament covenant, marrying the New Testament and then the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, bringing the last chapter of Malachi. I think Malachi chapter 3, verse, what is the last? Is it chapter 3 in Malachi? How many chapters? I think it's 3, isn't it? The last two verses in Malachi, please, Dilip. I want us to see something that is very, very important. Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, before we jump onto the New Testament, he says, Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And now listen, look at verse 6. Look at verse 6. He says, And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to the, their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. So, John the Baptist came to bring the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. Are you, are you catching what I'm saying? He was marrying the Old Testament and the New Testament age so that what God wanted to do in the New Testament age, the new covenant, will come to pass. So prophets in the Old Testament had not been born again. Are you here with me? The Old Testament, the prophets had not been born again. They did not have a recreated human spirit. Please, I want you to understand this fundamental thing because that is where people will come to you and attack you with all sorts. Old Testament prophets, as they brought the oracles of God to the people of God, were never said to be born again because their spirits were not recreated like you and I, our spirit man, has been recreated. Regeneration was never unto them. But we have our spirits regenerated. That is why we are born again Born again because of what Christ did on the cross. Hallelujah. It is his blood that has washed us. Amen. That has initiated us into this new covenant by which the Holy Spirit has come into us. Amen. And so that regeneration now allows us, our spirit man, is, that's why the Lord says, in those days, no one will teach them about me. Why? Because your spirit man has been regenerated to be able to hear the Father. That's why we call him Abba, what? Father. But those days, the Old Testament, the prophets had to speak to us to be able to hear the Father. You understand that? So we are born again, and then that is why he was only leading, uh, uh, he was only leading the people to, um, of the baptism of repentance unto what was yet to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so in the New Testament, like in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it is evident in the church, in the New Testament um, age, in the New Covenant. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 is evident. Amen? Because Jesus now is dead. Uh, 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 Jesus died, sorry, and was, uh, was buried, and he was re he resurrected. Amen? You catch that? And so, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, 
Now, creation, what happened in Adam's time, amen, now that new creation is in us. That is why we teach the new creation realities. The new creation realities that we teach, the fundamentals of the Christian faith, the new creation realities is to bring in the things that God in the time of Adam, you know, did in his life. But he, you know, gave his, um, the, the spirit man, you know, died, if I'll put it that way, whereby he couldn't hear God anymore. Amen. And so God had for us to be able to hear him. The spirit man had to be regenerated. That is why in the Old Testament, for the prophets to be able to hear God, the Holy Ghost had to come upon them. Amen. So that their spirit man that God speaks to will enable them to be able to hear him to speak his word. Are you, are you, are you catching what I'm sharing with you? Amen. So the, the, the Holy Ghost comes upon them. They are, they, they, he, he descends upon them so that their spirit man, you know, gets, you know, uh, uh, you know awakened, if I put it that way, in a way, for them to be able to hear, the, the, you know, their consciousness towards God is, 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 has the ability to be able to hear what God has to say. Amen? And the God will bring his word to the people. Amen? And even we realize that, please, watch this. When God hadn't spoken to them, when the, the Holy, uh, that's, why, and the, that's why they keep saying, and the Spirit of, read the Old Testament, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon me. Oh, are you here with me? And the Spirit of the Lord came upon me because when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon them, their spirit man is reignited or stirred up, if I'll put it that way, you know, like the seer. I thought about the seer and the prophet last week, and so they are able to. But now, we have the Spirit always in us, so it is for you to be able to, Apostle Paul tells um, Timothy, stir it up to be able to hear. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you following that? Amen? Because those days, the spirit man had not been redeemed, but we have been redeemed. And so we are spirit-filled. Spirit-filled believers were not in the Old Testament. Well, uh, 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 let, let, let me be very careful if I say spirit-filled believers. Yeah, spirit Spirit-filled believers were not in the Old Testament, but they were men and women of God who loved God, who had the Holy Ghost comes upon them to be used of God for service. Are, are you catching that? Amen. They, there was nothing like being born again in the Old Testament, but the Holy Spirit was only upon the prophets, the priests, and the kings, as we, we learned last week, to enable them to fulfill their official duties or their ministries. Let's quickly look at Numbers 27, 18, quickly. I promised, and I've almost finished the diverse kinds of tongues. It's something that you don't learn. It's something that nobody taught you, but something that the Holy Ghost enables you to be able to speak. So it may be, it, you may have your normal kind of tongue, all right, but there is a diverse kind of tongues that you are enabled to be able to speak out, which that one you don't also know. Numbers 27, 18 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua the son of Nun with you, a man in whom... Now, watch that. Now, it's a man in whom is the spirit. But really, what he's saying that if you study, um, uh, if you go back studying, he says, upon whom, upon whom the spirit is. That is how it should be. And, uh, and lay your hand on him. But at the same Numbers 11, 25. Numbers 11, 25. I want us to see certain things quickly. Numbers 11, 25. Then it says, Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took, now watch that, and took of the spirit that was upon him. Amen? You see that? The spirit that was 
upon him and placed the same upon the 70 elders. And it happened when the Spirit rested upon them that they prophesied or do, they, they never did so again. Have you seen that? All right. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. Um, I just, you can write them down. Um, first Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. You see? So that another prophet, the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Judges 3.10, Judges 3.10, and then Judges 3, uh, 6.34. Judges 3.10 says, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Again, have you seen that? And so here, it is for the judge to be able to do his official duties. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Amen. 6.34, but the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. So for Gideon to be able to go and do the work that the Lord had given to him, the Spirit of the Lord did what? Came upon him. But you see, this is why we cannot, if in the New Testament age, if in our church, Tower of Faith, we can't see the Holy Ghost at work and we can't take territories and we cannot be able to do great exploits. Brethren, then we, we are, we, 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 we are uh, what English word? Not disuse, but it's like we are limiting the use of the presence of the Holy Ghost in us. We don't have to wait for him to come upon us once, at a, uh, no, once upon a time somewhere. But he's always in us. He's always in this place. He's always in us. And so we should be able to see greater things happening in our lives. We should be able to see God at work. We should be able to, you know, be able to prophesy miracles, signs, wonders. We'll be looking at our God really maybe next week. All these things happening just because we have the resident of the Spirit upon us. Amen? So we see all these things, that the Spirit of the Lord was coming upon the kings, the officials, uh, uh, the kings, the prophets, and the, and the priests, for them to be able to do their work. But with us, the Holy Ghost is in us, and He gives us the enablement to be able to speak. You know, the diverse can as I'm saying, you may be speaking in your own tongue, and sometimes it can be in a song. You can be here, you know, worshiping, uh, or, you know, um, praising the Lord. When, when the atmosphere, again, I taught last atmosphere is here and then one among us when maybe we we we, we just wait upon the lord will begin to you know somebody will be here saying the spirit of the lord says like today we heard oh my, my I'm, I'm here to strengthen you nothing knowing that it is, nothing is impossible uh, you know it's just, it's just like that and sometimes it can be it can come to a place whereby you can grow into it and it will be like a personal time you know it's a language you, have, you haven't learned it's something that you don't know but in your own prayer time it comes to a place and most of the time that is what we don't do when we are praying we pray 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 we look at the time 12 o'clock we finish you're gone have you realized that? We don't spend some time and begin to just wait on the Lord to give us a word. 
to give us a word of encouragement. To give, we, we don't do that in the New Testament age. Our personal prayer lives are, are, are in our church meetings and the rest. We are always time, time, time. So when we finish, the door, this person comes. And so we don't hear most of these things happening, even in the charismatic churches or the Pentecostal setting. Whereby the Lord, as I'm saying, maybe your own personal time after you have prayed and whatever, the Lord will just give you a word in a song. It can be anything, you know. And then he will give you the ability to be able to interpret it as well. Amen. Now, what about the gift of interpretation of tongues? So we have looked at the gift of the diverse kinds of tongues. It's diverse. It's language that you, you know, you haven't learned. And then finally, the, um, the gift of interpretation of tongues. Um, you also realize that, as I said, someone can speak and another person be able to interpret it. But please, I want you to understand that the interpretation of tongues is a supernatural um, showing forth, right? It is a supernatural showing forth by the Spirit, the meaning of an utterance in another tongue. So he shows it forth. Somebody, as again I said, Brajo, you begin to speak in a tongue, all right, that you know, you, you, you haven't learned, you don't know the diverse kinds of tongues. And then supernaturally, Mildred will begin to do what? Interpret all that you are saying to the church. Remember that he says it is to profit us. Amen? It is not for you alone. That you say that today I don't like pastor's face. So I'm not taking, I'm taking the word alone to, the, to my house. Amen? It's not something like that. Amen? It is for us, you and I, to be able to profit. Amen? Also, it is not, at, please, I want you to get this. The interpretation of tongues is not a translation of tongues. Oh, come on. Is the church here with me? The gift of interpretation of tongues is not the translation of tongues. It is the interpretation of the tongues. So sometimes, or somehow, Mildred, I'm on your case today. You begin to speak and you know, uh, in the diverse kind of tongue for edification of the church, right? You may not have the understanding, but then if, Colleen, you want to interpret it, you don't, you, 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 you know, it is not a translation of what she has spoken because she may speak only in a minute. Yay, mama, 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 mama. She's finished. And then you begin to interpret it. And for five minutes, all of us will be standing here and say, Ah, the Mildred only spoke one minute. But you alone, what is it that you are going on, going and on and on and on and on? And then we'll be frustrated thinking, This woman only spoke for one minute. But just tell us what she spoke, and you can't stop going on and on. Because the thing is that she's not translating it, she's interpreting it. But interpretation may not be the same as translation. Are you, are you catching what I'm sharing with you? Amen? We need to really understand that. It depends on the gift of tongues, the diverse kinds of tongues, in order, uh, sorry, the, uh, the, interp- the gift of interpretation of tongues depends on the gift of diverse kinds of tongues. You understand what I'm saying? If there is no diverse kinds of tongues, there is no interpretation of tongues. That is what I'm trying to say. If someone has not given the diverse, spoken in a diverse kind of a tongue, why, what, what is the need for the interpretation? Amen? Sometimes people prophesy, and in the prophetic, they don't just prophesy in a different kind of tongue. They just speak out. Uh, amen? In a language you understand. In, in, in a prophetic, what do you call it? 
Is everything okay? Okay. You know, so it does not operate unless tongues have been in operation. Amen. The purpose is to make the gift of tongues understandable to the to the heavens so that the whole church congregation as well as the one who gave the utterance in the unknown tongue may know what was said. Amen. So, like, um, let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 5. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. So what I'm trying to say is that if someone speaks in an unknown tongue and it's not interpreted, what is their purpose? If we come to church and someone goes on speaking in tongues five minutes, on and on and on, and when he finishes, sits down, and we don't have the grace. That is why as a church, we need to pray for the grace to have the ability to interpret it. So other than that, the person will have... Now, please watch this. Someone may speak in a diverse... diverse so Antizodi will speak in a diverse kind of tongue because... The Lord has, you know, given her that manifestation to speak in a diverse kind of tongue. But you see, it will be of no use to us if we don't understand that. That was a genuine gift, a genuine word that the Lord would like to give to us. But if we don't have the grace to be able to interpret it, all that she will say will be thinking that she's speaking in her own language, praising God. But what benefit is it to us? Because we didn't understand it. So that is why as a church, we also have to pray that the Holy Ghost will be able to make manifest the interpretation of the diverse kinds of tongues. Are you catching that? So that whatever God wants to speak to us, Antizodi, if she brings it, we will be able to have the ability to hear what exactly God was saying to the church. Amen? Because in that sense, that edifies us. And sometimes, as I said, it can be in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs giving through the gift of prophecy. And they are all by faith. You just move in faith. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a leader. You don't have to, by faith, as it bubbles up, be able to, and I want these things to be made make manifest in this church. You know, let's by faith speak out. Oh, but I'll make a mistake. Look, we all started from somewhere. Hallelujah. We all began, you know, was it Oral, uh, um, 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 not Oral Roberts, Billy Graham, Billy Graham, but before he died, we all knew him to be a great orator, speaking God's word and um, bringing the word of God to people, many people to be saved. He said, I read of his account that the first time he stood to preach, he had prepared a message that, you know, he was going to speak for about an hour or so. But for about five, the, the four or five minutes, he has finished all because he was trembling, he was shaking, he didn't know by four minutes, all the one hour preaching that he wanted to preach was finished. But that was the beginning. Come the end of his life, we knew a great work he did. Hallelujah. We all have to start somewhere. And if it is, we don't have the room to be able to exercise this, and all the time you want to speak like your pastor, you want to speak like your leader, you are not going to be able to grow. So by faith, just speak it out. Speak it out. Hallelujah. Amen. It is just that we are not of a nuisance whereby maybe Mildred is giving a word of prophecy and you look at her and say, I don't like Auntie Mildred. So me too, the Lord has given me a word. Hey, don't listen to Auntie Mildred. Mine is a special one. That, that one, you will be thrown out of the door. Hallelujah. 
Because that is not the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The, the Spirit of God does not compete with one another. That is why even today I wanted to just close and go. Because if God has brought a word, you know, we have got a word. Amen. But then by finishing this next week, we'll be able to go to the miracles and all sorts. But you see, we don't, it's not a competition. What pastor did is enough for us to have gone home. Finish. Amen. It's, you don't have to, by all means, I don't have to preach. <laughs> Amen. I didn't have to preach. But at least you wanted me to finish, so that is fine. I asked the question anyway. But as I'm saying, it is, it is you know, God, there is no competition in, in the work of God. God can choose to use Jesse, and God can choose to use, I always forget your name. Help me again. Yes. Richard, yes. So Richard and, and Jesse, these two young men, God can, yes, speak through them. Amen. And we should be ready to receive it. Amen. We should be ready to, to, to hear it. Hallelujah. Praise God. So as I said, the Lord can speak to you in private and we should be, God can speak to us in a private moment. You know, God speaks to us, as he, you know, through the interpretation of tongues and the gift of diverse kinds of tongues and, and all that. But the key thing that you and I should understand that it is for our edification. edification. Let's take note of a few points and then I sit down. Number one, since the gift of interpretation of tongues is a gift of God, Manifested through man. Please watch this. Since the gift of interpretation of tongues is a gift of God manifested through man. What did I say? Manifested. 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 We should not regard it as being equal to or with the Bible. Someone is going to say, what is pastor saying? Now, it's just three points and I'll sit down. What am I trying to say? We have the tongues, that antizodi, you didn't learn, you don't know. It's not the ling uh, lingua that you know. You begin to speak. We finish. And then Mildred, you begin to interpret what antizodi said. I said it, not translation. But now remember this, please. The Holy Spirit is at work, but it is a gift that is being made manifested through a, um, and the, the vocal cord of a human being, and God is using not man, but a woman, but you know what I mean, mankind, right? But the issue here is that we always have to check it with the word of God. The fact that Antizodi gave an interpretation, a, a, a diverse kind of tongue, and Mildred, you are a child of God and you are interpreting it, does not mean that Sometimes when men are interpreting it, they may not add their own. Come on. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because man is man. They may add their own because out of faith, some, and I've showed you there's a difference between speaking out of faith and what the, the, you know, the, the, the Lord himself is saying. Amen. So you may add a little bit of your own or the word may be too powerful. God says that the tower of faith, we are supposed to buy the, the building opposite us. And then that is what Antizodi might have been speaking. And I'm giving you the grace to go and do that. And then Antizodi gets to that place and then she stops. Hey, how many of us are in church today? How can we be able to buy that building? Over 10 million. Are you understanding what I'm... So she says, and the Lord says, I'll, I'll make you occupy. Occupy what? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because 
out of her lack of faith or trying to um, coherently say exactly what the Lord is saying, she may hold back or even speak more than what God is saying. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So we need to be very careful that, yes, it is man that is interpreting it, but we have to be very careful not just to take anything and any, 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 uh, uh, any word that comes out, but we just need to try and check, um, or, or always check it with God's word, or let our spirit man be, uh, uh, um, check it as well. Hallelujah. Discernment is needed. Number two, as the gift of interpretation of tongues depends upon the interpreter. Amen? Discernment is needed because the gift of interpretation of tongues is, de is dependent upon the interpreter. The, uh, what I mean is the inter interpreter's condition of faith. I just tried to give you that example. Amen? So it depends on the interpreter's condition of faith, the, the interpreter's prayer life, and death depth of spiritual communication with God. These can be times, oh, sorry, there can be times when the personal thoughts of an interpreter or the interference of, of evil influences of the interpreter can cause the word of God that is coming to be miscommunicated. Are, are you getting what I'm sharing with you? So we have to be very, very, very careful when um, we are receiving the word you know, whoever is interpreting the word, we, we don't just take it as gospel and just run away with it. Although by faith we should receive it, we've got to always check it um, and have discernment. Amen? We should have discernment. Number four, the fact that you speak in tongues does not mean you can interpret tongues. Amen? We all can speak in tongues, but that doesn't really mean that we can all interpret tongues. So you force yourself. I also speak in tongues. Let me force myself. No. When the grace comes upon you by faith, speak it out. But if you have, it's not by force to say something that is not there. Hallelujah. Then finally, don't be boastful or proud to say something you have not been given the utterance for. Because you are opening yourself up to falsehood and danger. Amen. You catch what I'm sharing with you? If you have not been given something, no, it's not by force. Amen. Don't be boastful because yesterday you were in church and then the Lord gave you the grace to be able to speak the diverse kinds of tongues. So today, when we came, last week when we finished, for instance, Mildred, um, uh, Maureen gave a diverse kinds of tongue and then you were able to interpret it this week. And then after church, maybe um, Colleen came to you and said, oh, we were blessed by... Um, the word as you interpreted, I was this, that, you know, and then you, you feel good. So next Sunday when we come, Brajo begins, and then the Lord hasn't given you a word. Hey, I said, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Just because you are being boastful, <laughs> you are being proud because you think you are being put under pressure to say something, although there is nothing. So this is what opens up error, and this is what opens up our spirit to all sort of deceptive spirit. And, 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 and demonic influences. Are you catching what I'm sharing with you? The moment pride and boastfulness and, and you know, uh, 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 what have you, gets in, it, it opens you up. And brethren, a lot of us have been opened up to all sorts because you want to show off. You want to let people know, I can do this, I can do that, you know. And by the time you realize, little would you know, brethren, it is a fine line. It's a fine line when the enemy has stepped in into your life. Amen? 
It's a fine line when Satan begins to take control. But sometimes you always think that you are in control, isn't it? But these things we need to be very, very careful and um, have discernment. And then if you realize that even there is something that you are doing that is not right, you should be able to step back and say, this is not, you know, don't give yourself up for the enemy to use you. Amen? So if you have looked at the, at the revelatory gifts, which were, oh, come on, the revelatory gifts, you're not giving me the strength to come and preach next week. I'm, I'm disappointed. Amen? What, what were the revelatory gifts? Prophecy, uh, rev, no, revelatory, yeah, sorry, uh-huh, revelatory gifts, yeah, uh-huh. You said prophecy, no, the revelatory gifts. Sorry? I can't hear you, no, be bold. Sorry? Gifts of the Spirit. All right, okay, I know, are you talking of discernment of Spirit? Okay, right, so we looked at the word of knowledge, didn't we? And we look at the word of what? The gift of the word of what? Wisdom. And then what? Like what Kweku just said, isn't it? Amen? Are you catching what I'm sharing with you? Those were the revelatory gifts. You, you, uh, you, are you, you see, I, I, we are not making those and we are not going back l- looking through this. Yeah, everybody should. Yeah, yes, everybody, because the notebooks are there. We have tons of notebooks and pens. Because um, I'm getting a bit concerned because it's just, you know. And then what, what about the gift of the vocal gifts? Prophecy, uh-huh. Oh, be bold, be bold. Be bold, be strong, we sing it. And then when the instruments are playing, we dance around. So be bold. Tongues and interpretation of tongues. Amen. Next week, we'll look at the power gifts. Amen. You know, I, I am intentionally doing this because... When you teach on the Holy Spirit, all that people want is people falling down, people prophesying, people miracles happening and things like that. But you see, we grow in church and yet these things we don't really know. Hallelujah. It is not something that we are very, uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 covers and with. And um, that is why I've taken my time to be able to do what I'm doing so that we understand that the, the Holy Spirit um, is showing us these things. I could have just come just to preach and excite us and go away, but I wanted to do what I'm doing so that we understand the dynamics of the subject. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So maybe next week, Oshes, um, um, if we could, um, the notebooks, if we could bring the note, um, I, I, I don't know where they may be in the bookshop. I say bookshop. Yeah, the book, the bookshop. Yeah, let's because we need we need to be, you know, making um, points out and going back and looking through them and listening. So well, have we been listening to the YouTube going over through it as well? Then uh, we we <laughs> we we need to we need to get these things um, um, over and over and over so that we become. Students of the word. Amen. Because there are things out there. There are things out there. Hallelujah. Anyway. Okay. Um, I think it's time for us to take our offering. 
Amen. So I'll just sit down and then we take our offering and then. Yes. Amen. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are wonderful, my God. You are, Lord, you are so good. God, you are so good. God, you are kind. God, you are. Let's go. 
Yes, Father, you are uncomparable. We've never known any. We've never tasted any. And there is nothing and no one that can be compared with you. Jehovah is your name. We thank you making us know that there is nothing that is impossible to you over this house and over our lives. Father, even when it looks like it is impossible in the physical sense, you always will show up. And so, Lord, that word is what we carry with us. And also, Lord, we bless you for the grace and the ability to be able to teach us the essence of the giftings, the interpretation of tongues and the diverse kinds of tongues so that we will be edified. Another wheel or tool of prophecy because the interpretation of tongues and the gift of tongues is what brings out prophecy. So as we study these things, Today and your word that was given to us earlier confirming what you do. Strengthen us so that we will be able to hear clearly and walk in what you have purpose for us. Lord, I pray that you strengthen our hearts through this word so that if there is any that still can't perceive and believe what you are saying and doing, Grant the enablement to God so that you will run with it. Bless our week. Strengthen us throughout the week and the days ahead. Bring us to the place whereby we will be able to touch heaven's agenda here on earth. I pray that Holy Spirit, you move ahead. In all that we do, keep your angels charge over our lives. Let them go ahead of us, O oh God, and do warfare on our behalf. That the arrows that fly by day and the terrors of the night will never come near us. We ask this, Lord, that you bless us. Order our steps in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you and have a wonderful week.